This is Between the Notes with Motif. This week we have Jeff Green from Providence, Rhode Island. He talks to us about all his upcoming shows and all his previous music experience. Talking with Mike Ryan today, here's Jeff Green. Well, hello everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome uh, to the parlor. So great to be in the parlor, you guys, on a Friday. Woohoo! Yeah! Uh, we're, I'm real honored and delighted to be here today. Uh, my name's Jeff Green. Um, I live in the neighborhood. I uh, have the great joy of playing at the parlor on the third Friday with my reggae band, Professor Roots, and uh, love to come here all the time to see such great music. And uh, today I'm going to play a little music for you, and then I'm really looking forward to an interview with Mike Ryan, the, the editor of Motif Magazine. We're going to explore music and some good topics, so we really thank you for coming. Um, I'm going to play a few songs on the couple on the piano, couple on the squeeze box, and the first one I'm going to play um, is by my dear friend Chris Turner. And, you know, one of the greatest things about being a musician for me is all the great musicians and the great people we get to work with. Um, and in so many ways, for me as a, as a pianist and an organist, it's great to accompany singers and choirs. And, um, and it's particularly... Um, inspiring to work with people who are composers and write music. And Chris Turner, the, the uh, virtuoso harmonica player who's been in the Providence area for over 30 years and used to direct music at Trinity Rep, he's a, um, a brilliant composer. And we've collaborated on several works now, and this song is called Burwell Waltz. And it's a song Chris wrote um, as homage to his mother. Um, Burwell is a... Is a um, a 12th century village in England, in the countryside of England, where Chris grew up with his mom. And so it's a piece that um, I've always just loved. It kind of got me through some of the toughest points in my life. And so I, I play it um, for you now. It's called Burwell Waltz, and I hope you enjoy it.
Okay. Uh, Jeff, thank you very much for, for making Friday feel like the Fridays of, of a year or two ago, um, well, at least you. somewhat. Uh, <laughs> how's it feel to be out in a, a space? It feels great, man. It feels like old times. It's, uh, it's such a rarity these days to, to be on a stage, you know? It's great. Cool. Um, how did you get into music? What, you told us how you got into the squeeze box. Were yeah. you a fan of reggae before, before your trip to New Orleans? Yeah, I've been a fan of reggae my whole life since I first heard, you know, Harder They Come and that. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I started playing piano when I was 12 years old. Okay. Um, and I played piano, you know, took classical lessons and went to college as kind of a classical music major. Uh -huh. um, and then I, and I had the great fortune to go to Trinity College in Hartford, and they had a, a giant pipe organ in the chapel. So I was just kind of going to the church service, and they were looking for someone to play the organ. So I had the great fortune of meeting John Rose, the, the chapel organist there, and I started taking lessons. I just fell in love with the pipe organ. So I kind of went from piano to organ. Organs, yeah, yeah. in college. Yeah. And um, do you, do, uh, you play other instruments as well? Yeah, um, I actually have performed on harpsichord as well, some great literature for harpsichord. My main instrument is organ now. I'm a church mm -hmm. uh, minister of music at Newman Church, and I conduct the choir and do that stuff. And then I, um, and then I learned the squeeze box starting in about 2013. Right. Um, you know, and that's, those are the real instruments. I like to bang percussion and have fun with other stuff, and, yeah. but, but yeah, not you're seriously. In, what, it, uh, I know you're also a numbers guy. Do you know how many bands and groups you're in? Is that a countable thing? <laughs> sure, yeah, because I was really in just the Professor Roots reggae band, mm -hmm. and then um, uh, the Providence Whole Bellies, which is all the great uh, uh, wild folk, ecstatic folk music with Chris Turner and that whole crew. Mm -hmm. um, and then I am the Newman Church mm -hmm. Minister of Music. Um, it's the main do, ones. <laughs> do, do the different genres conjure different feelings for you? Like, You know what's great, Mike, is that... Um, one of the cool things about being a church musician is that I've been able to blend church music into everything. So I now at, at Newman have, um, we do funky fundraiser concerts and I have Becky Bass and Neil Atendra singing uh -huh. spiritually inspired funk tunes, you know, Stevie Wonder and the Neville Brothers and stuff. Um, so we've also been able to do a spiritual series where we do a lot of spiritual music. Um, the other thing that we've been able to do is do um, like chamber concerts kinds of things and I do a lot of instrumental works which is nice and again featuring local composers which is a real treat mm -hmm. yeah cool yeah I guess if you go back far enough a, a lot of it it was all church music at some point back in it was indeed yeah when you study the history of music they start with church music because that's why we first wrote down melodies and wrote down you know it led to the kind of formalizing of music if you will uh-huh and how is the Providence community in terms of the musical support system? What do you? Providence is amazing, isn't it, you guys? I mean, it's just kind of amazing to me, to be honest with you, the, the depth and breadth of artists and musicians we have here, Mike. And you know this because Motif does such great um, work wow. in the art community. Um, but, you know, and I'm always blown away if it's, not, um, if it's not the amazing funk bands we have, if it's not the fabulous reggae bands playing down at the parlor or elsewhere. Um, so many singer-songwriter combination folks, so many great venues. Um, I'm always blown away. And then I also, about Pravi, I mean, how about all the amazing um, fine artists we have? Thank you, RISD. I know so many great um, um, painters and sculptors and, uh, and um, actors. You know, we have such great live performing arts. It's 
Yeah. For a small city, it's so culturally rich, isn't it? It's an embarrassment of riches, yeah. We, <laughs> we, we run out of writers long before we run out of subject matter. That's true. <laughs> I bet. But yeah. do, you, do you find yourself inspired by some of those other arts? Have you done sort of crossover? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, um, one of the cool things I've been kind of really learning a lot about is I did a collaboration with a group called Aurea. Mm -hmm. um, which is committed to the uh, blend of the spoken word, poetry, and literature with music. It's uh, artistic director Consuelo Sherb is a close friend, and, and they d helped me build a concert um, to honor the 375-year um, anniversary of the Newman Congregation. And the point is that Araya does these unbelievably um, inspirational shows that tell a story. They do one on Roger Williams and the founding of Rhode Island. And they take the writings of the time and the music of the time and Chris improvises. So so I've kind of fallen back in love with poetry. Uh -huh. um, and and I, it was something that I wasn't um, probably well read enough on. So I've been trying to read a lot of Langston Hughes and Walt mm -hmm. Whitman and other things to kind of um, to learn and to be uh, more inspired, you know? Yeah, cool. It isn't music a kind of poetry in, in a sense? Absolutely, yeah. Right. Yeah, and you know, um, I love words with songs. You know, songs, um, words are important. Words tell a story. Words convey a lot of meaning. And I also love instrumental music. Um, it's one of the things like that piece by Chris where sometimes a melody, um, or a, whether it could be haunting or beautiful or sorrowful, um, can tell a story in ways that words can't, you know, the, the, the music transcends the, the human experience. It really does sometimes. Interesting. Have you, have you written any, you've talked about working with other composers. Do you compose at all? Yeah. I've written a few things, uh, mostly for, for choir. I've written a couple mm -hmm. settings of the mass. I actually, I wrote a reggae song uh, for the professor roots band called full keel, which is a story about a sailboat trip Fred and I took so I've done bits of composing. Actually, one uh -huh. thing I've been doing a lot of is arranging, which okay. is a totally different skill. Um, and uh, I'll tell you what, one of the things I'm the most excited about is February 23rd, 2020, right before COVID hit, um, my choir and the First Baptist Church in America with Steve Martorella as their minister of music, we combined forces with the Stages of Freedom, which is a great nonprofit um, raising um, funds and awareness for African-American um, it, um, issues right here in Providence led by Ray Rickman and, and Rob and um, we did a concert as a tribute to Martin Luther King mm -hmm. and I arranged a song called Birmingham Sunday and it was written by Richard Farina which is Joan Baez's brother-in-law and she premiered it in 63 and it tells the story of the bombing of the Baptist Church in 63 that killed the four young girls and was a right. tragedy and um, and I arranged it for the choir. Um, I was inspired by Rhiannon Giddens, who's a, um, I don't know if you know Rhiannon, she was in the Carolina Chocolate Drops. Mm -hmm. She's a okay. brilliant banjo player and fiddler and, and amazing singer. And um, so I set this for, for a choir and we had a 45, 45 voice choir and I played a grand piano and Steve played the organ in the loft and Becky Bass sang the solo. And um, there's a part where the choir drops and goes a cappella, and Becky comes in over the top of it and I gotta say, I was moved to tears. I mean, I don't know if you've heard Becky sing, folks, but uh -huh. if you haven't, you make sure you do because, wow. And uh, so, like, those things where I arranged that and kind of brought that to life really was like, wow, this is powerful. Nice. Do you have any stuff coming up that you're excited about? Or 
I mean, that, that's a hard question right now. I know <laughs> it's so hard with the COVID and everything, yeah, right? Yeah, um, right? I mean, we're doing a lot of we're trying to use technology, like right now in, mm -hmm. in in the in the church music world, we're using acapella to put out a lot of um, music, you know, yeah. online and stuff. Um, no, I'm mostly just practicing a lot at home and trying to learn new songs and new um, practicing different techniques and playing a lot of squeezy, but. I don't have, a, you know, we were all looking at each other going, should we start booking summer gigs? What do we do now? You know, like, so I'm not sure where it's all going, you know? Right. Yeah. No one's sure. But yeah. It's, it's uh, I guess it's nice to have some practice time. Yeah. Um, tell me about your shirt. This shirt? Yeah. Tell us about this oh, shirt. Oh, this is the Rhythm and Roots. Um, the, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Rhythm and Roots down in Charlestown. That's such a great uh, three-day event every Labor Day, and this is from 2019. I went down, and this was the theme shirt for that. Mm -hmm. And every year, it's something amazing. You know, that year the highlights were like everything from uh, saw David Grisman play um, his mandolin with his crew, and he played some some cool Jerry Garcia stuff, which I loved. Um, saw so many great acts. That's where I've seen Los Lobos and Taj Mahal, and and actually Terrence Simeon as well has played there. So uh -huh. Marcia Ball, you name it. It's like a mini New Orleans jazz fest. Cool. <clears throat> that leads into my next question is, what's on your playlist? How are you getting through COVID? What are you listening to? I go in and out of phases. Like, uh -huh. uh, it was Mardi Gras two weeks ago, and so we had a raging three-person party at my house. <laughs> and Because, <laughs> damn it, we're not going to stop just because uh -huh. uh, we couldn't have everybody over. But, um, you know, I fell in love with New Orleans music. So I've been, you know, I've been... Everything from Buckwheat Zydeco, who was one of my heroes, to, of course, Fats, um, Fats Domino, who wrote... Did you know uh -huh. Fats Domino had, like, 70 number one hits, but he wrote, like, Walking in New Orleans, and I'm Walking, mm -hmm. and other tunes. And then... Um, so I've been studying, like, a lot of Dr. John. I'm a big fan of Professor Longhair, still trying to, to learn that stride piano stuff that, you know, he was the master of. So there's... Like, I do a whole New Orleans thing I'm working on, and then I'm kind of working on... Um, some organ solo stuff that I'm trying to learn right now. And uh, and then I just, I play a lot of piano at home. You know, just run to the piano and play. Do you jam? You just make it up as you go? I do sometimes. Please. And then other times, I'm, I'm part of a Facebook group that performs most weekends. So we, it's forced me to sing a bunch of stuff. And, you know, I'm not a real singer, if you uh -huh. will. But, uh, but uh, it's fun to try to learn songs. It really helps you appreciate and know the melody and how it relates to the harmony and the bass. So it's... These are all learning opportunities, you know. Yeah. Are the, is the Facebook group public or, or private? No, it's private. private. Okay. It's right. private, and it's not my crew. It's a crew um, that features folks from D.C. to Cleveland to L.A. Just like old college wow. friends. Okay. But they're all like the most half of them are professional musicians, and the other half aren't pros, but they're great, you know. So it's fun. It's mostly like, yeah. what are we gonna do tonight? Nothing. So we might as well like play a song on Facebook, and you know. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds great, actually. That's Something different. Way to find a silver yeah. lining. Yeah. 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 Huh. Right. Um, can you tell people where they can find you or where they could follow your music? And Yeah. Um, which is a great... You know, I've been trying to get up a really good web presence, but right now I... Um, my What I use as my umbrella name for my music is called Green Bean Productions, and I have an email list that's you know I send out and... Um, I can't actually tell you to go to a website and sign up for our email list because I don't have one yet, but I, I do an email list. So if you want to be on it, please reach out to me. My email is jeffgreenpravi at gmail.com, G-E-O-F-F-G-R-E-E-N-E-P-R-O-V-Y at gmail.com. Um, and, you know, so I promote music, whether it's church gigs or whole belly gigs or folk gigs 
or um, New Orleans gigs, um, or of course, Professor Roots, which is right. my main reggae band, and you know, we're so lucky to play here regularly. Yeah, that's got to be a little weird yeah. to be here without your, your band. It, it is, it is. Um, and by the way, we are on Facebook, so I definitely have a presence on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff, so definitely um, follow Professor Roots and um, you know, like us and all that good stuff, but I, we will... We're psyched to have some shows soon. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Yes. Any, anything else you were dying to talk about before we... Um, well, I want to just thank you, Mike, and I, I want to thank you for all the work you do um, to keep the arts thriving in, in Providence and in Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Um, you know, Motif's kind of picked up the tradition, and you're kind of one of the last great survivors going for keeping us aware of all the amazing arts going on. Thanks. It's a team effort, and, and we're trying. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, it that. makes a difference, and it makes a difference for music and fine art and acting and all the great drama in this city. Um, so I, I feel I, I feel blessed. Um, it was funny the other day. I was driving up the highway thinking about, you know, I was born and raised in Westerly, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been um, in Rhode Island a long time. I haven't lived here my whole life, but um, it's good to be back. And I, I love Rhode Island because of, you know, our motto's hope because we're forward-thinking, because we're open-minded, because we love art and culture, because we're small enough to take care of each other. We're small enough at the parlor. You know, we're small enough to, um, to know each other. And, you know, um, I'll tell you what, man, I went to that um, fundraiser for Mark Cutler mm-hmm. at, the, um, at the Met. At the Met, yep. Um, and there must have been 500 people there, and there were like 10 or 15 different bands that played Mark's amazing songs. Mm-hmm. And I have never felt more a part of a community. It was real, true community, like people that will um, help you and right. stick up for you and support you and, and help you and encourage you and yeah. all these things, you know? So, um, you know, and for me, like, one of the coolest things now is, like, my son's really into music and art. My son, Stephen, is, is majoring in dance and um, um, he raps and he has a he has his own group and he's cutting tracks and all that stuff and my my son James plays guitar and you know it's not even just about do you do it for a living or professionally it's much more about just keeping art alive in our hearts and amongst all our friends as a way to um, you know to, to to make us well you know like one of the best coolest things that I've gotten out of my church gig is that I have people singing who are 80 years old who sing quite well still and I I know for a fact that this keeps these people sharp mentally it keeps them breathing it's physically good for them it's spiritually mm-hmm. good for them and i guess isn't that kind of like the what it's all about is that this music making this art making it's really um it's really healthy for us it's healthy inside it's healthy yeah. in so many ways for the mind for the hands yeah. you know and and it's a blessing to be able to do it so i just feel very lucky to be honest with you yeah, especially in these times. Yeah, that your yeah. your sons are in college now, both or yes, yes. Yeah. Stephen's a sophomore at Drexel, and he's trying to get a um, an internship at Universal Studios right now in California, and he's in the School of Arts and Entertainment Management. So not only is he trying to kind of make it as an artist, but he's also getting trained in how to manage um, acts and contracts and how to work with um, uh, publishing rights and copyright rights wow. and all these things, you know, um, which is. Great. And then James is wrapping up at Bentley in business school. So he's going to go out and make money to support all starving <laughs> artists. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like a family band, pretty much. <laughs> we play together some. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Um, are we doing on time?
Okay. All right. Uh, Can I thank Skylar Bats for putting this together for us? Skylar's my next door neighbor. Her, uh, <laughs> yeah, give it up to yeah. Skylar. And uh, her mom, Rachel's my neighbor. And, um, you know, isn't it so cool? Like, I got to tell you, man, Greg, what year did you open here? 2013? 2012. It's like I walked down the street with neighbor Paul one night, and the parlor was here. And I, and I yeah. had just gotten divorced, and it was like a, you were like a gift from God, Gregory, when we walked in the door here. And it's like this neighborhood, we call it the numberhood, um, right. it's family around here. And so like Rachel and Tony, we've done a bunch of stuff together to raise awareness. These guys do a lot with Black Lives Matter. And, you know, my other neighbors, we've been doing porch concerts, and we did a Professor Roots fundraiser for the mm -hmm. parlor. And I just feel like, wow, so much, so many great people who really care and really want to make a difference. And that... That's yeah. a lot, you know? Yeah. Well, there's a Greg. Shout out to Greg, who is uh, the owner of the parlor, where we are currently doing all of this. Thank you. Thank you for letting us use your space. Um, Thank you. It's, it's half neighborhood. It's like a neighborhood music bar. But then also people will come from all over the state or beyond the state all over. to hear things here. So all over. It's, it's, it's a funny... Yeah. And that's a testament to Gregory's incredible variety of offerings because, you know, we talked about reggae and funk, but, you know, he's got jazz going. He's got spoken word going. He's had political gigs here. He's had, you know, all kinds of acting. I went to a belly dancing uh, show here. Um, he, You know, the beauty of Gregory and his approach and why he's so well-loved is that he's open. Um, he wants to help young people. He wants to help old people. He wants to, you know, regardless of what your shtick is, he, he's open to it. And, um, man, that goes a long way because there's a lot of spots that aren't. You know, they, they, you know it's for them it's only about the money or the this and the that. And, and, and Gregory, thank you for being so supportive of so many different types of, of peoples and art that we all make because it's, it's all got a place at the parlor. And that's, that says a lot, man. Yeah. So the through line there is, is community. It, community. It is. They're all parts of the community that it really work together is, and reinforce each other's arts, even when they're very different. Yeah. And um, it's great to hear that that feeds your own your own musical musical inspirations. Big time. So big time. All right. Cool. Um, well, so shout out to the parlor we just did. Shout out to Skylar who is uh, working with Motif, um, one of our new music aficionados. Um, shout out to Eric on video. Greg, thank you very much. Uh, Professor Roots, catch them when they come back to the parlor. And um, Shout out to Brian for all your help. Thank you. Oh, yep. yeah. Shout out to Brian. Brian Cabral behind yeah. the pillar there. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, everybody. Um, this has been uh, Between the Notes with Motif Entertainment. <laughs> we're still working on what the rest of our name is. We've been Motif Magazine for years, and now we're Motif Everything. Oh, good. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll hear you next time. And a big thank you to our sponsors, R1, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dash, Trinity Beer Garden, and Bolt Coffee. We just want to give a big thank you to the parlor for also having us here. We love you guys and support everything y'all do. Thank you so much. Tune in for next week.